Tune in each Tuesday morning on the Mickey Plyler Show for an exclusive interview with Clemson baseball head coach Eric Backage all season long, only on The Roar, where every day is game day. Every pitch, every at-bat, and every game, we have you covered. We're the flagship station for Clemson baseball. 105.5 and 97.5, we are The Roar. Tax service ready for you today. You know, weekends mean work days for these folks. So Saturday appointments are available. A lot of you out there are nine to fivers and Monday through Fridayers, and you, you just don't have time with kids and things going by. Well, you can always make those Saturday appointments. Think about the Patterson Tax Service. The other thing is that uh, you know it's not like getting your haircut; like it has to be local. There are very few things nowadays, Mike Vaughn, that you have to be local. Like getting your hair cut, you, you don't want to get on a jet or go in a car and drive, you know, 10 hours to get your, get your hair did. But with taxes, people listening to Arizona this morning, people listening to podcasts all over the country, people that we, we've got some. Houston, Texas is a huge city for us on our online presence. You remember that we heard at a meeting the other day? I don't know yeah. why. I don't know what it is about Houston. We've got tons of listeners in Houston for some reason. It's amazing. Well, guess what? They can do your taxes for you. Even though Patrick's tax service is easily and you're in Houston. I know this because I know I can name you right now 15 football coaches that started off here in the upstate at Wofford or Furman or Clemson and, and now have moved on to other places. And the Patterson's tax service still does their taxes. And that's a complicated tax return. Get your shoe money, get your TV, I mean, get your uh, regular money, get your camp money. You know, that's a lot of different moving parts in there, a lot of different. Things anyway, they take care of all of it for you. Patterson Tax Service, P A T T A X dot com. 864-859-8289. So softball today, four o'clock, one o'clock, and twelve o'clock, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh Clemson and Syracuse. S- today could be weather affected. Weather's gonna clear out about eight o'clock tonight or seven o'clock tonight in Clemson. Basketball tomorrow, you're going, Mike. You got Clemson and Notre Dame, eight o'clock in Little John. Sold Let's out. Go. Yeah, sold out. Senior night. Bay Hill, John Romsey, seven under par. Big win. A, a big first round for him. He's got a two-shot lead there. NFL combine, de- several defensive linemen shine. Jerry Richardson passes away at the age of 86. Clemson women's basketball eliminated from the ACC tournament 68-58. Carson Young, Pendleton, and Clemson product. Two-shot or three-shot lead down in Puerto Rico. NASCAR heads to Vegas. F1 starts up at, at Bahrain. You like how I say it? I do. I'm only saying it that way because that's what I heard someone online say. Bahrain. Anyway, and ACC Commissioner, I'm going to get this story to you hopefully in this segment. Jim Phillips making comments. Very interesting article on ESPN about the future of the ACC. Starting out, though, Clemson and South Carolina baseball series. We have uh, two very interesting notes with that. Number one is that, and I, I tease this because I knew that it happened, but I didn't know what to what extent they were going to announce it. But um, there is an injury 
that has uh, a big effect on the rotation for this weekend. The one guy who has been the the best starter so far for the Clemson, Ryan Ammons, from over here in Easley, has what Eric Backett's called yesterday afternoon, slight arm discomfort. They're holding him back. Don't You have to be very, very careful this time. This time of year, you get a lot of sore arms. A little colder weather usually coming out, pitch count. So they're being very cautious with Ryan Ammons right now. They, they He is their best starter right now. He's the ace of the staff right now. You cannot go into a long season with having Ammons as, as you know, getting him or losing him or causing further damage. So rightfully so that the staff is going to hold back Ammons and, and uh, he will not pitch in the weekend. Now that means that Friday night you move up. Now, on short rest, Austin Gordon goes for the Tigers. He's 0-0 with 1.29 ERA. And he's pitched okay, I think. He goes up against South Carolina ace Will Sanders, 0-0, 2.0 ERA, in Clemson tonight. Tomorrow, mega matchup, two very talented. Right-hander Noah Hall for the Gamecocks, 2-0, 0.68. Goes up against highly thought-of true freshman Tristan Smith of Clemson. It is Clemson's. It is Smith's very first start. No, I tell you, he started. He started. Uh, he started uh, Tuesday night. Pitched one inning. Um, I, th- I was going to ask you where that would move him in the rotation because I think that's big. He got he got some good work on Tuesday night. Looked yeah. good, but only threw eight pitches. Right. I was thinking he was in longer than that, but let me, let me look and see. You were paying a, more attention. Than no, 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 hold, no, no, no. Let me be clear about somebody. I could be very. Um, I could be wrong about all that. So uh, that was against USC Upstate, correct? That's correct. He had faced one, uh, faced three batters. Okay. Struck out one. I don't have the number of pitches on this one. I I think he threw eight pitches. But anyway, he faced three batters, and he got him out of it. That was by design. Part of the reason why they lost the game on Thursday, Nick Hoffman didn't pitch very well. Everybody else pitched well, but they're trying to have all arms on deck. I thought Reed was okay. Darden, I thought, pitched very well. Garris pitched, and, and then Lindley's going to throw as much as they can throw him. So you got to do all arms on deck. Johnny Holstaff, as a matter of fact, the, the major part of this, besides Ammons not being a start for the Tigers, is that on Sunday against Jack Mahoney, one and three point two seven ERA. Clemson still has TBA. Interesting that that's not Deal Austin Deal, but maybe Deal pitches in, the, in the one of the first two games. Tigers have lost four in a row, and the Gamecocks are undefeated. And without your ace on Friday, it, it looks like a no-win situation for Clemson right now. It looks like a doom and gloom for Clemson, but it's a baseball rivalry, and you never can tell. And and don't think the Gamecocks will. Uh, if they find a way to win the series, sweep the series, or win the series, will will take any kind of lesser um, feeling coming out of it because Ammons is not pitching and because you know Clemson's not playing well. That's right. It's also the first opportunity for Coach Monty Lee to be back in Clemson tonight. I, you know, I'm a Monty Lee fan. I've always liked like Monty Lee, and so um, that's I, I I I am always respect. He was great to me. And respectful, and so he had a press conference this week. I'm 
not surprised. I'm glad South Carolina made him available because it's a different situation, right? This is Brad Scott. This is, you know, in my lifetime, think about this, Mike. Tommy West coached at both places. Rich Basaccia, Clyde Christensen, Miles Aldridge, Woody McCorvey, uh, Clyde Wren. Uh, we don't see it much in basketball. But baseball, we hadn't seen a whole lot of it. Now we got three former Tiger players coming back in Williams, French, and Brewer. And the former head coach coming back the very next year. Not only that, here's what's really, really interesting to me. Like, Monty Lee is neighbors with Graham Neff, and Monty Lee's wife is still head of the, of the Rally Cats. And yet she goes down for baseball games on Fridays and Saturdays. And somebody told me Monty comes home after the games on Sundays, comes back up to Clemson. They still have the house. He hadn't sold the house. He hadn't moved yet or anything like that. And it's like, hey, Graham. <laughs> you know, hey, hey, Monty, good to see y'all, man. Like, hey, everybody, fellas, how y'all doing? How are the neighbors doing? Good. So he's coming back up. I guess, does he stay in his house tonight? Or does he go over to Greenville with the team, I guess? It's just, that's a weird dynamic, right? It is. It's a very strange dynamic. But I, he was made available to the press this week. Uh, I thought he was honest. And, but he, and he made some statements saying, look, I got a lot of friends there. Everybody in Clemson treated me great. And I had a great experience there. He said, but now my job is to get my team ready, get this team ready, our players ready, and, and that's be the focus of it. And then he, he said what I think will be, it'll be a pregame story, no doubt. But then he said what I, I think was the right thing to say. And that was that, you know, by the time this thing tees off and by the time we get a game, then it's a baseball game, right? So we've seen it. We've seen a lot of things uh, in this rivalry go back and forth. I couldn't imagine it myself. And the reason I couldn't imagine it is because it's not my livelihood. You know, that, that's the difference in us as fans following it. Now, I do know, I, I have had people who have switched over. Do you know anybody who switched over? Was a fan of the Gamecocks and now the Tigers? Was a fan of the Tigers and now the Gamecock? Uh, no. I, I know people that... Uh, well, maybe I do. Maybe maybe after their kids came to Clemson, yeah. they changed from yeah. being a Carolina fan. Yeah. Once they saw the light. <laughs> Once they, they got out of the desert for 40 years, came to the promised land. No, uh, I, I know people that, that, that grew up in one side of the rivalry went to school because of a major because of whatever it might be and then and then you know you go to school they might get indoctrinated i know folks that 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 went to south carolina that still pulled for clemson instead and went to clemson still pulled for south carolina instead i had, I had a, a college roommate guy i grew up with that was a gamecock fan wanted to go to clemson went to clemson but still pulled for the gamecocks so it's weird that that, that it's that kind of dynamics in the rivalry in the state but as athletes or as coaches Man, it is your – they don't see garnet. They don't see orange. They see green. I got to go work. I got to provide for my family. And I don't know anybody that the rivalry is more important than their family with. So I don't blame Monty Lee at all. Monty Lee's trying to provide what is best for his family. And he had some opportunities in professional baseball and wanted to stay closer to home and did that. Texture 7564 said, my daughter was raised a tiger, then went to Carolina for nursing, and now she's a Gamecock. And now she can't come to Christmas. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> 
Texture 8926. I have two kids went to South Carolina. They're dead to me now. LOL. Just kidding. Texture 4658. My wife grew up in a Duke household, did undergrad at UNC, then dated me, a Clemson fan, got her mashes at South Carolina. That's Nathan checking in. And so she's got it all covered. Between families and, and degrees, she's just got it all covered. Texture 9100 said, one of my good friends followed a girl of South Carolina, even though he grew up a Clemson fan, graduated South Carolina, and the mat around his diploma is orange and purple. <laughs> I'd seen that before. Very good. <laughs> um, Texture says that if a game at Clemson is canceled for weather, how do they make it up? It's not going to be canceled. Uh, if the weather system, and again, this is where, oh, Mike, I try to educate people on weather. Oh, man. While you're looking that up, let me give you a little history from last Friday night, Mickey. So mm-hmm. we had two rain delays last Friday night at Doug Kingsmore. And that second delay, they wanted to wait it out, but, man, it was pouring by that yes. time. So they decided to play the last inning, finish the last inning on Saturday at 1 because yep. they had the other game scheduled at 2. Right. Tomorrow will be a little bit more difficult to do that because you're moving to a different location. So I know they're going to make every effort to get it in tonight. So here's where you just – the average old – people are busy, man. I'm not jumping you, but people are busy, right? Man, they got kids, you got work, you got things going on. But you just got to pay a little bit of attention to hour by hour. You look on the forecast right now, 100% chance of rain today and winds at 25 to 30 and tornado warnings and watches and you got all of Yeah, it's going to be terrible weather. But if you go hour by hour, at 6 o'clock when the game is supposed to start tonight, 86% chance of rain and, and thunderstorms and, and 18 miles an hour. At 7 o'clock tonight, 37% chance, 19 mile an hour winds and showers. But... At 8 o'clock, it gets down to, to 19%. At 9 o'clock, 15%. At 10 o'clock, 15%. At 11 o'clock, 4%. It might be delayed. The only other option would be come play at Clemson tomorrow at – what time is it the, uh, the game? Tomorrow the game is at 1 o'clock in Greenville. Come play at Clemson tomorrow at, at 9 a.m. Or, or play in Greenville at 1, then come play at Clemson at 7 tomorrow night. I don't think they'll do that. To me, the better chance is hold off. Play at 8 o'clock. It's not going to be raining at 8 o'clock tonight. Weather gets out of here, and you get the baseball game in tonight in Clemson, and then beautiful weather in Greenville, beautiful weather in Columbia. I hope that helps. But, but you can't just look at the emoji, 100% chance of rain. and think, Well, that means for 24 straight hours, it's going to rain and rain hard, and it's going to have tornadoes everywhere. No, no, that stuff gets out of here. That's a front. And then behind it, there's baseball weather. I got you. Mickey, I know we're talking baseball, but did you know that there's a double hurricane warning tonight? What? Actually, it's this afternoon. It's a double hurricane warning. So, Wren, the Golden Hurricanes from Wren are playing for the 3A state championship. The uh, girls are playing at noon today. This is down at USC Aiken. Uh, The girls are playing Camden. And the men, the young men, are playing Crestwood at 2 p.m. And uh, my good buddy, Marion Lawson from Wren Middle, gets in today and says that uh, girls are playing at 12, boys at 2. The games are going to be televised on My 40, 
and then also stream through the high school league. So if you want to go to schsl.org and check all that out. Uh, pulling for the Wren Hurricanes today in the double hurricane warning. Get it done, Wren. Get it done. We will take a break when we come back. ACC tournament talk with Josh Williams. Bubble boy talk with Josh Williams. We'll talk some NFL combine with Josh Williams. Short break, much more when you come back right after this. Did you know that Ingalls sells more organics than any other store? Or that they run their own dairy? Or that they only serve USDA choice and prime meat? Did you know that they have more local craft beer than any place else? Or that they have energy smart stores? Or that they professionally slice and package imported cheese from Europe? Did you know about their giant international aisle, local farm partnerships, curbside pickup, wine department? Or that they donate 3,956 meals a day to local food banks? Well, now you do. It's all in the bag. Ingles, low prices, love the savings. Since 1917, Harbin Lumber Company has been a top lumber and building supplier in the industry. Their number one asset is their employees, people who are dedicated to providing quality building products and contractor services. People just like you, working to grow and be a part of the community. From construction projects to large remodeling jobs, see the hardworking folks people have entrusted for nearly 100 years. Harbin Lumber Company, serving South Carolina, Georgia, and North Carolina, and online at harbinlumber.com. Golf Cart Service, serving the upstate for the past 50 years as an authorized club car dealer for sales, service, and rental. With new used and reconditioned carts, they also do special customization. With their service truck, they come to your business or home to maintain your cart. Visit our website, golfcartsc.com, located at the intersection of Highway 221 and Highway 295 in Spartanburg. Call us at 864-574-4616. Mention the roar, get a free rear view mirror with cart purchase. Buying a newer pre-owned vehicle can be a challenging task. The George Coleman Ford team strives to change that. Perhaps that's why their online reviews and multiple Ford President's Awards speak volumes. And with new inventory arriving monthly, you can find the vehicle you've been looking for or have George Coleman Ford order one for you. Never any hidden fees or phantom charges at George Coleman Ford. Plain and simple, old-fashioned, honest business. The best is found in Traveler's Rest. George Coleman Ford. If you've been charged with a criminal offense, you may be facing significant consequences. You probably feel overwhelmed, embarrassed, and intimidated by the legal system. You feel like nobody understands what you're going through. Get the answers you need to navigate through the legal system. Call today to schedule your free legal consultation with Nick Lavery Law Office, 864-654-3680. That's 864-654-3680. Online, nicklaverylaw.com. Like bones, your teeth lose density and become weaker over time, which can lead to tooth decay. And that can make your visit to the dentist feel like this. But if you want your dental visit to feel like this, try Crest Densify. Crest Densify actively rebuilds tooth density to extend the life of teeth by remineralizing enamel. Densify from Crest, the number one toothpaste brand in America. Smile, Crest has you covered. This weekend, the Clemson Tigers take the stage in one of the best rivalry matchups in the country as they take on the South Carolina Gamecocks. The battle for bragging rights is on, and the Tigers look to come out on top. Broadcast begins Friday at 5.30, Saturday at 12.30, and Sunday at 1. Catch it all right here on the Clemson Athletic Network. We are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar, where every day is game day. 
Broadcasting live from the Upcountry Fiber Studios, this is 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. Hey, if you bleed orange and purple, we're your flagship station for Clemson Athletics. You're listening to 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Only in America, folks. Where every day is game day. Prime Lending, primelendingsc.com. Let them take care of you. What we're talking about at Prime Lending is the very best when it comes to mortgage rates. That's that's still the most important thing for most people. But if you want those rates combined with uh, the best in experience, the best in uh, how you treat the customer service, put together a comprehensive plan for you and seeing how they can help you out, do it with Prime Lending. Uh, Prime Lending has a it's, it's the lending arm of one of the biggest banks in the world, and it is uh, lucky to have Prime Lending offices where you can hear my voice right now, no matter where you're listening, but here in the upstate of South Carolina, Mark Hawkins and his great team. Looking forward to hearing from you when you're remodeling, when you are refinancing, when you're buying your next home, and VA loans as well. It's Prime Lending and primelendingsc.com. To our guest lines now, talking some basketball and some football with Josh Williams. Good morning, J-Dub. How you doing? I'm doing well, man. How are you guys? We are fantastic. Uh, as we enter the final weekend of the regular season in the ACC, ACC standings are vital. There's some key matchups this weekend. Your your Blue Devils are facing their rival this weekend. There's an awful lot at stake as far as the seedings are concerned. Yeah, kind of some of these teams at the top have uh, kind of fallen on themselves in the last week or so and had some uh, kind of unexplained losses and, and lost to uh, lower-seeded teams that kind of nobody wants to take that top seed. Um, basically kind of boils down to, if you look at the top four seeds anyway, uh, Miami and Pitt <clears throat> Miami and Pitt play this weekend. The winner of that game will, will get the number one seed. Um, but Pitt, as, as a result of losing the game the other night against Notre Dame, putting themselves in this position, uh, there's a scenario that with a loss and a couple other things happening that they could actually fall all the way to the five seed. Um, you know, Virginia, uh, Virginia's locked into a double bye that, you know, they need some help obviously to get up to the top, but if they win against Louisville, which they'll be a heavy favorite, uh, they'll be, they'll be locked in as the two seed there. Um, you know, Clemson can lock in as a double bye, uh, with, uh, with a win this weekend. Um, but they can get up actually as high as number three. Uh, with a pit loss in there to Miami and, and Clemson and Virginia both went in there. Um, so that they can, Clemson's like, Clemson's going to be the three or the four. Uh, and it kind of depends after that. You know, Duke is one. If they lose, they're definitely the number five. Uh, but they can get up, you know, in that top four with a couple things happening. But, you know, Virginia and Clemson both win and Miami beats Pitt. I think Duke actually gets up to number four there. Uh, and Clemson will flood into that third spot. Is there a scenario? I'm looking. Let me let me check my latest uh, net ratings here. Um, that they they've not. One of the things about the net ratings, they host a six to nine show, is they get updated in the middle of your show. So I don't know exactly what time that happens, um, but we'll see there. So anyway, uh, Pittsburgh currently is 55th in the net. I know if they beat Miami, 
they'd move up some. But, but Josh, is there a scenario that Pittsburgh could be the number one seed in the ACC tournament and not get in the NCAA tournament? I mean, net ratings-wise, that, that, that seems like a possibility, doesn't it, if they lose the first, or in their first game in the ACC tournament? Uh, if they get the one seed in the tournament, meaning they beat Miami, I don't think they can get knocked out of, out of uh, the NCAA tournament. Now, if they get if they lose against Miami and then lose first game in uh, in Greensboro, yeah, I could, I could yeah. see that. Um, but if they were to get the number one seed in the ACC tournament, no, I don't, I don't think they can get bumped. So. Well, give me your thoughts on, on the importance of net. I'm just talking about more about ACC coming up. But the importance of net in your mind. What what do you think? I know this is uh, you know hypothetically, but what do you think this, the 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 uh, net means to the selection committee? I think it's just one one set of rankings that they use as a comparison among many others. I you know, I think sometimes we think it's a end all be all that it's, it's kind of a the one main thing, but uh, that's not the case. That's, it's just kind of one of their tools that they use in the metrics to, to build resumes, compare resumes of, of these teams. It, it's not it's not the most important one, I don't think, but uh, it's just one of the many that they use. All right, so let me make my case for and against Clemson. If you're, if you're for, if it's for Clemson, obviously uh, 21 and 9 right now, potential top four seed in the ACC tournament or an ACC throughout the regular season. Um, uh, seven quad one and quad two wins on the other side of it, four quad three and quad four losses. At this point in time, in your mind, where does Clemson sit? Where does Clemson have to do to get in? Well, I think they're kind of at the top of the next four out, so to speak. Um, so, obviously, you need a win against Notre Dame, preferably one with margin. Uh, you should be a double-digit favorite uh, in that game tomorrow, um, but then you're going to need some help. You know, if you if you think of that scenario, like if they were to get up to the three seed, um, you know, you'd be playing the winner of the six eleven, which potentially could be NC State again, or maybe even uh, a couple things could happen. Maybe even North Carolina. Uh, you definitely have to win that. Um, and you just you need at least one more um, good win in Greensboro. Maybe even need two. Um, but you just uh, if you want an out in Greensboro, obviously that's you know that's kind of a nail in the coffin. But at a minimum, I think you need one good one. Um, but uh, I think it's kind of trending toward you probably even need two. So there, in your mind, then there is a scenario where Clemson could finish third in the league, beat say NC State in the quarters, go to the semifinals of the ACC, and not make it the NCAA tournament. I think that's a possibility, yeah. And so much of it, you know, looking at these bubble teams, kind of hinges on. Well, one thing that hurts obviously is North Carolina is kind of just above them, uh, kind of in the pecking order at least. In, in what looks to be the pecking order um, in terms of the bubble, and obviously you lose to them by, by 20 plus, so that, that doesn't help either. Um, but there, there's kind of a, a round robin there of uh, Big Ten teams that are going to have a lot to say in how this bubble kind of shakes out. 
So I made the statement before that a I, I don't, unless Clemson's in it, bubble means nothing to me because bubble teams aren't going to do anything in the NCAA tournament. But the other side of I think seedings are the most important part of it. Like who who gets ones, who gets twos, who gets threes, and that that to me has a, a much bigger impact. But in this case, bubble watch is is uh, what the non or those those conference tournaments, the one bid leagues. Uh, if you have a high enough ranking bid, you know what happens there. For instance, in in the if Gonzaga and St. Mary's both are getting in, but what happens if if somebody from the middle of the tournament upsets that? You know those, those bids that are out there. And then the other thing is that that for the most part, a lot of talk about net and 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 uh, all you know all that. But you could play your way in. And and if you're looking at teams right now. The Memphis's of the world, the Mississippi States of the world, the Arizona States of the world. I mean, all these teams have opportunities to play their way in. I guess that's agree with any of that. Any any further thought on any of that? Yeah, I think that's definitely the case. Now, I, I will say, you know, last night was a good result. Yes. In terms of other outcomes, as far as Clemson's concerned, with Arizona getting, I mean, Arizona State, excuse me, get, getting beat double digits uh, against UCLA, and then. So Wisconsin losing a close one to Purdue and and Michigan losing that double overtime game. I, for the life of me, I don't really get Wisconsin. Um, you know, they've been projected in the field the whole time and kind of still, I mean, honestly, if you're going to compare, if you compare kind of like Kim Palm in the net for, you know, Wisconsin and, and Michigan, I mean, Michigan's in that, Big group is tied for second, and you know they're forty second, and Ken Palm fifty fourth in the net. And Wisconsin is three games under five hundred, much farther down uh, in the standings, and they're sixty seventh in Ken Palm and seventy fifth in that, even below Clemson. So I I don't really get the Wisconsin thing. I, I don't know how they really kind of projected in. Um, Ken State's another one that's kind of on the bubble there. That who Clemson does have a win over, so that obviously helps. Um, I guess some of a little bit of Wisconsin, maybe non-conference. They do have a win over Marquette. Uh, they have a one-point loss, I think, to Kansas uh, right. early in the year, too. So uh, some of that's propping it up a little bit. But um, well, on the face, you're comparing Michigan and Wisconsin. I, I don't get how Wisconsin will see it. I, I totally agree with that. The only thing that Wisconsin does have in its resume, you mentioned that the out-of-conference schedule is pretty good, is that they only have six games the whole year against quad three and quad fours that their schedule, um, what they face, and a lot of that is Big Ten. Meanwhile, like for Clemson, Clemson has 18 games this year against quad three and quad four. And Michigan, I mean, Wisconsin only has six, which seems, you know, as low as anybody. I mean, if you, and again, a lot of that's the Big Ten is so so highly rated through all that. Uh, there are others that have that many. For instance, the Big Ten, West Virginia, Iowa State, they have seven. Um, Baylor only has seven. Uh, so the out-of-conference schedule is what you're pointing to, and then the strength of the Big Ten, I guess, is what you're pointing to. Does that make sense? Yeah, and some of that, you know, what works against Clemson is that obviously they've, they've done well in the number ACC wins, but they've it's also been a little bit fortunate that you got a lot of those kind of bottom teams twice, kind of, you know, what is it, eight wins against the bottom five or so teams in, in the league, something like that. Yeah. Um, you know, that, that kind of hurts there, and obviously you get multiple games. Obviously, you've played Florida State twice, you know, uh, Georgia uh, Georgia Tech there, too. So, obviously, those are those are quite a, far, uh, quite a ways down the list, you know, in, in addition to, you know, some bad non-conference 
decision as well. It just feels weird that Clemson fans are having to, to pull for the ACC, and that, that never happens, and also having to tell me how great Duke and North Carolina are. It just feels weird as far as all that goes. Hey, uh, NFL Combine, there was a bunch of some – uh, some great 40-yard dashes yesterday, some unbelievable vertical leaps yesterday. What caught your eye from the day one of the NFL Combine? Yeah, I mean, looking at the kind of, obviously there's quite a couple of Georgia guys that did really well, Nolan Smith being one of them, but kind of the the local in-state guys, obviously I think Brissy really helped himself. Um, it showed he, he was definitely healthy. He looked very good and fluid in his drills. Obviously he ran well. Uh, you know, almost 300 pounds, running a 486. Uh, I think he uh, kind of solidified himself. Um, you know, you've seen kind of some some mock drafts. Some have him in the first round, some don't. I think he's probably definitely in there. You know, in the top 25 or so. No, I would think uh, with that showing because the you know defensive tackle position is not not a huge strength in the draft. Um, you know, staying at that position, I think Zach Pickens did well from South Carolina yesterday. He tested well. Uh, he's one that probably probably moved himself up, I would guess, maybe to a, a day two conversation. Um, and uh, obviously, Trenton Simpson was another one. Obviously, we know what he his athleticism. Obviously, being here the last three years, but obviously he ran well second half of time there, four four three, and uh, showed uh, good agility and, and that that you see some of the film. I think uh, the thing I think teams will kind of have to kind of decide with him is I think his 2021 film is probably better than 2022 after the position change. Uh, so that would be kind of what some teams will have to kind of sort through and figure out, you know, where he kind of fits. I think the only thing that's really kind of hurt him because obviously athletically he, he tests off the charts. Nolan Smith is one with his, I just don't know, I, I guess outside linebacker in a, in an odd front in a three, four, maybe um, a guy that, we knew because of his IMG days, we knew he was going to test through the, you know, just, just unbelievable. But yet, on the field, he, he makes a big play every once in a while. We're talking about a total of, of 11 and a half sacks in four years. Now, this year's his, his season was cut short. So that's not fair to judge all four years. But a four-year guy that had 11 and a half sacks, or three-and-a-half-year guy, um, he had three-and-a-half sacks was the best year he had. Um, but not a guy that is as productive maybe as what the testing looks like. Is that a fair assessment of what we saw from Nolan Smith? Yeah, I mean, you, you kind of got to wonder where he fits. Like you said, he, he's definitely a tweener. Um, you know, is he going to be a uh, – trying to think of a good – I mean, is he going to be somebody that translates and can play that role and be really productive, or is he going to be a tweener kind of like – you know, Vic Beasley maybe that uh, kind of flashes it, but uh, doesn't really stick. I mean, it's kind of, kind of what you gotta look and see. It. Uh, you know, also when, if you kind of thinking forward to next year, I think seeing how the Auburn linebacker Owen Papo is is kind of evaluated and where he kind of falls in the second order of the draft, I, I think that's kind of an interesting comparison as you kind of think about Barrett Carter. Uh, going forward next year or the year after. I mean, Carter's a little bit bigger, but they kind of profile uh, similarly, uh, obviously similar athletically as well. It, that wonderful point. I hadn't thought about it, but a wonderful point to Hollywood guys, body size, uh, style-wise, running-wise, all that is uh, – 
you know, makes an awful lot of sense there for sure. Um, anybody in the NFL Combine, uh, now we got three days left, that you're really interested in seeing? I mean, there's some still big storylines out there. The defensive line is always fun and we to watch, but, but uh, man, we've got a lot of speed, a lot of corners, a lot of wide receivers, uh, some big the quarterbacks, um, and some of their measurables maybe. Uh, anything that's going to catch your eye here over the weekend? Yeah, I mean, the, obviously the, the corners and receivers will will get a lot of attention. Uh, they always put up fast times in the 40, which catch a lot of attention there. The, the quarterback, obviously Bryce Young and, and the quarterbacks and his measurements, see how much water weight he's got on there to get close to 200 pounds. That's kind of the, the, the knock on him. But seeing, you know, and seeing some of those guys, you know, there's an opportunity, you know, for somebody like Anthony Richardson who's going to take part in a lot of these drills that kind uh, of, you know, answer some questions for some teams and, and see how he does throwing there. I think so. I think the guys that some of the guys that are, are throwing are projected to throw anyway, um, can kind of uh, make some hay there and, and maybe improve themselves a little bit. Richardson definitely being one of them since he's such a kind of a polarizing uh, prospect or one way or the other. It is great to see them all like in a row like that and compare their throws. You get them in one setting. There was a, time josh at clemson's football camp and it was uh, i've got to go back and, and remember who all it was but there was about four or five four uh, four or five four stars and five stars trevor lawrence um uh, johnson bryce um emory jones uh there's a guy from texas i have to go back a little bit but you're watching throw like against each other all up and down and it's like whoa man like this are, these are four of the top or five of the top eight quarterbacks in the country in one spot. So you see them thrown against each other. It's different than comparing them to different games, different films, and all that kind of stuff. Pretty cool to see. Hey, can't wait. Let's review NFL Combine stuff uh, when we visit next week if we can. And, and, and oh, by the way, talk hey, talk uh, NCAA tournament because we've got uh, the uh, – or ACC tournament at least because we've got that and a much bigger idea of what bubbles looks like after that. Hey, man, sounds good. All right. You guys have a good weekend. Good friend Josh Williams. This time next week. We'll be right in the middle of the ACC and SEC tournaments, Big 12, Big 10 tournaments, have a much better idea of where things stand and future of of, uh, programs and future seeds in NCAA tournaments. We'll have a a, a great idea over there for sure. Mike, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll get our Jinx, Inc., Realty, Hunting, and Fishing Report when you come back for much more of the Mickey Pollock Show right after this. I switched to Boost Mobile and got a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Want to know the best part? Uh, it was free? Nope. The fact that it's on America's largest 5G networks? Nope. It's the ding. Oh, yeah. Love the ding. Right? It's all about the ding. It's the dingarooski. The dingaroner. The ring-a-ding-ding. Unleash your power to save with Boost. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone when you switch. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. And the ding. Limited time offer. New customers only. Available on select networks. 5G not available everywhere. One device per line. Tax excluded. Additional restrictions apply. See your local Boost Mobile store for details. Get ready for the madness of March with zero res carpet and air duct cleaning. Right now, mention me, Mickey Plowler, and The Roar, and you'll get three rooms of carpet clean for only $119. Book online at zeroresgreenville.com. 2008 was an incredible year for me and my family. Not only was it the year that I became head coach at Clemson, but it was also the year that I found the only dealership I need for sales and service. Toyota of Easley is my kind of place. If you are considering the purchase of a new or used vehicle or need your current vehicle serviced or repaired, then I encourage you to go see the winning team at Toyota of Easley. Be sure and tell them Dabo sent you. 
Rely on the pros in EnviroMulch for all your outdoor needs. They have an assortment of mulch, riverstone, dirt, sand, gravel, straw, and much more. Choose EnviroMulch. Make your yard look amazing during the colder months ahead. Order at EnviroMulchOnline.com. Go Tigers. It's a new year, and I've got one piece of advice for you. If you're still belly aching about being fat, being tired, and not performing when it counts, you need to get up off that couch and book an appointment at Low Country Mail today. TRT plans start at $220 a month and include testosterone, labs, medication, and doctor visits. We offer weight loss plans, peptide plans, and IV therapy. Stop making excuses and take action. Lord knows the world doesn't need any more beta males. Make men men again. LowCountryMail.com. This summer will be hotter than ever. Country music artist Darius Rucker will be heating things up July 28th at the Southern Fried Circuit Charity Concert presented by Upcountry Fiber at the Anderson Civic Center. Only at this upscale get-down can you hear Darius sing your favorite songs and give back to local upstate charities at the same time. Visit southernfriedcircuit.com to buy your tickets today. That's southernfriedcircuit.com. Tickets are limited, so act fast. We'll see you at Southern Fried Circuit with Darius Rucker on July 28th. Hey, Anderson, if you're looking for a great place to work, Glen Raven is hiring. The maker of high-quality, world-famous Sunbrella products is looking for process operators, process technicians, quality inspectors, and material handlers. Now, they're seeking experienced pros, and they're also willing to train candidates who are new to manufacturing. So check out all the opportunities. Glen Raven offers a very competitive hourly rate, plus you'll get a $1,500 sign-on bonus. That's right, you'll get a $1,500 hundred dollar sign-on bonus so apply today you'll also enjoy generous benefits including paid vacation and holidays 401k matching a pension program free on-site medical care a 24 7 fitness center and more it's an established company with an exciting future so don't wait apply now at join.sunbrella.com you don't want to miss this opportunity apply today at join.sunbrella.com I don't know about you, but freshening up my house for spring is one of my favorite times of the year. That's why I'm so glad I made a stop at Kohl's, where I was able to save 25% off must-haves from Sonoma Goods for Life, like new decor for my living room and the softest sheets for my bedroom. Plus, I earn Kohl's cash. So if you want to spend less on your spring home refresh, you know where to go. Select styles. Offer ends March 12. See store or kohls.com for details. Ben here to tell you about one of my favorite products, EC Sports Greens and Reds Superfood Blend. This blend is like no other on the market. It supports focus, memory, digestive health, and your body's natural stress response all in one power pack, 18 gram serving. I've added it into my daily routine and I can feel the difference in my mental clarity and natural energy levels. The best part is, it tastes delicious and is 100% natural. Go to UpstateMuscle.com and use code BEN for 20% off your order at UpstateMuscle.com. Drake Auto Sales, where you can find a quality used vehicle that will keep you on the road. Home of the free, free six months or 6,000 miles powertrain warranty, free unlimited car washes for three months, free XM radio for three months on equipped vehicles with every vehicle. Free, free, free. With their guaranteed credit approval, you could be driving a nicer, newer car today. Give them a call at 864-804-6778 or visit drakeautosales.com. 118 Rainbow Lake Road in Boiling Springs. The Mickey Plyler Show, forming the upstate since circa 1834. Dang, that is old. Monday through Friday, right here on The Roar, where every day is game day. 
South Carolina said that we had our custom garage floor installed over five years ago. It's one of the best home improvement projects we've done. From the time Tim provided us with the estimate to the time the crew installed the floor, one of the Carolina Flooring Specialist owners was on site. The entire experience was fantastic. We wish we'd have done it years earlier. That's my uh, unquote there. That's my point. Don't don't wait any longer. Get it done. Get it done now. My great friends over at Carolina Flooring Specialist. You got a lot of these home shows and seeing all that. They have a home show 365 over at their Wade Hampton Boulevard showroom. So go by and see that. Or let's let Tim bring uh, pictures and samples of what it could look like in your garage floor as well. With over 18,000 projects, your garage floor can look amazing like mine. Since 1999, the best in the business. CarolinaFlooringSpecialist.com. Call them today, 404-8158-404-8158. This segment is sponsored by my great friends over at Jinx, Inc. Realty, uh, the outdoor hunting and fishing report. My good friend John Stillwell checks in with us. Good morning, John. How are you doing this morning? Good morning, guys. Hope everybody's well. We are very blessed. We're going to talk this morning about a process that I know nothing about, so I'm going to be I've got my rabbit ears on listening this morning. We talk about uh, getting your your trophy buck and getting those antlers measured by uh, SCDNR. We will we will add this to the list of things that we talk about on Friday mornings that, that you don't know anything about. Clueless, and, and I'm going to ask a couple of questions that are going to sound clueless as well. You'll be able to judge my cluelessness by the questions. Well, that's good entertainment. That sounds good to me. Right, what do I need to know? How does um, this work? Well, Mickey, uh, the, the way the way uh, you know. Antlers are measured, you know, you know, obviously uh, folks hunt and they get excited about the opportunity to harvest a buck with, with, with a, a large set of antlers. That's considered a trophy, and, and a lot of folks, uh, when they do harvest that deer, uh, uh, preserve the antlers, either, you know, just keeping the, keeping the, the set of antlers or actually get it, getting it mounted into a full shoulder mount by a taxidermist. And... Uh, and there, over the years, uh, there's been a system called the Boone and Crockett system that was developed to measure that uh, each set of antlers by by set criteria uh, and assign a score to it um, to you know differentiate the, between uh, uh, the levels of uh, trophy for for a, for a whitetail buck. So uh, they measure the length of the of all the the, the tines and the beams. They measure the the circumference of the or the thickness of those beams and uh and and how how symmetrical it is it could be measured as a typical rack which is a symmetrical where most of the points line up on each on the left and the right sides of the antlers uh to look symmetrical or the ones that you see that have a bunch of um, um points shooting off to the side or kind of weird looking racks that they refer to those as non-typical and so they have their own category, and they score those uh, as well. So um, the, the, the point being that you can take a set of antlers and, and get an official score to measure those and, and, uh, and give you the, the, the score of what your buck, uh, what your buck comes out at. Um, and that's happening uh, on the month of March in South Carolina. Uh, DNR has, uh, has a whole month of 
scoring session opportunities available for hunters uh, who want to bring their deer in. It does not have to be from last from the two, 2022 season. If you have a deer that you harvested a uh, you know a couple couple years ago and you've been wanting to find out what it scores and just hadn't gotten around to it, you can still bring that deer in and get them to score. And if it scores high enough, it can make it into the uh, the state record book. Uh, the minimum for a, for a typical deer is 125 inches of measurement. Um, and the, and the, the non-typical has a higher standard, a little bit larger number to get into the official record book. So, so that's going on right now. Uh, with They've already had a couple of sessions. Um, there's a couple in our area that are happening next week. On Tuesday, they'll be at Cabela's in Greenville, Tuesday afternoon and evening. Um, on Thursday, they'll be at Durham's Grocery in Pickens. Uh, measuring uh, antlers in the afternoon. Um, there'll be one in Woodruff. I know I saw on the website. Um, and the big the big antler measuring uh, session is in Columbia uh, on March 24th through 26th at the Palmetto State Sportsman's Classic, the big hunting and fishing expo they have at the state fairgrounds uh, later this month. Um, so there's a lot of opportunities to bring your bring your deer in and get it measured and, and find out where you measure up, and you may, you may make it into the state record book. The old uh, the Boone and Crockett system. I saw Michael Boone and John Crockett, the, the uh, great Wisconsin famous taxidermist. Everybody knows those two guys. Just kidding. Um, no, so- it, was, uh, it, was Sonny, it was it was Daniel Boone and Sonny Crockett from Miami Vice. <laughs> All right, I've got some weird ones for you. Lay it on. Uh, and I, I just sent you a bunch of pictures. We'll talk about here uh, in a second when we get a chance, when you get a chance to see these. All right. So first and All foremost, right. is the rack or how? How often is the rack an indicator of the size of the deer? Is it is it rare to see huge rack uh, deer, multi point, you know, huge point deer on small small bucks? Does that happen? Uh, give, give me an idea of, of the of the correlation between rack and size of the deer. Um, I mean, obviously, the older the deer, the the you know, up to about five or six, seven years of age when when a when a deer hits maturity, um, it's going to be it's going to get larger every year. Um, now every deer is different. You could have uh, a mature deer with a relatively smaller rack compared to another deer the same age, which is one reason why uh, you know folks uh, who uh, advocate for quality what's called quality deer management um, they they suggest that you learn how to judge a deer by its body characteristics to determine the age and make a decision on whether you want to harvest it or not, because there could be so much variability, uh, in the, in the size of the deer's antlers. Uh, even if it's a mature deer, it may not have, uh, you know, a Boone and Crockett uh, record book antlers. It may have a smaller set of antlers. So uh, it can, it can vary just like in human characteristics can vary from person to person. It can be the same way with antlers and deer. So to me, and I, and I correct me if I'm wrong, but, but if I've got a, I, I very seldom hear anyone say, "Yeah, we killed a 200 pound buck the other day, or 225 pound buck the other day." I, I hear we got an eight point, or a six point, or a twelve point, whatever. Why? Why is that the case? Is that yeah. just an easier, easier way to explain it, or easier uh, way yeah, to, to measure? Yeah, it's, it's a, it's a it, yeah, it's a quick and easy way for folks to uh, relay the, the the quality of, of what they harvested, um, and you know, it's, 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 not everybody has access to scales at the time they uh, harvest an animal and and uh, process it so sometimes they don't know the weight but uh but most of the time they definitely can count the antler points so that's why well i mean 
Some of them might not be able to count to, to six or eight, but I'd say imagine most will be able to do some of that. Uh, I sent you a couple. I, so. I, I sent you a couple pictures. Uh, have you gotten those yeah, yet? Um, because I've gotten them. All right. So one, the the first three or four I sent you is there's a, a buck in my front yard, and I just can't tell. It's it was a weird um, looking. Rack. Am I right by saying that? The, how would you analyze that deer that was in my yard? Weird looking rack. I don't know if it's six yeah, point well, eight point. I, I, you you must have you must have smeared a jelly donut on your camera lens when you took these pictures. I can tell you that right now. But it's in the middle. It's five o'clock in the morning, and I'm taking it through a screen. So from from what I, from what I can tell, Mickey, that that looks like probably either a seven or eight point buck. You know, sometimes they can have four on one side and three on the other. So, but I think it's probably a seven or eight point buck because you can see the you can see the you know the tines on the on either side. You got I can see at least three tines on the beam, and then you can then there's a brow tine in the middle, right over the, t- the middle of his head. So uh, generally, that's going to be an eight point buck, is what you sent me. All right, and and is so an eight? No, not look at the size of the deer. There is an eight point buck. Is that uh, an average size or below, above average size, below average size? That's you know if a deer if a deer gets to two years or older two two to three years old which is a you know a fairly common thing for for a deer to get that old when it gets harvested in South Carolina um, generally you're going to see a seven or eight point eight point deer at that age and then and then as it gets to four five or six if it's got if it's got good genetic potential it might be a you know a big eight or ten or twelve or even more. Um, uh, if it's really a, really a, a, a superior deer, so yeah, I'd say seven eight point. You know, at two at two years of age is fairly fairly average in South Carolina. But that's not a the, the picture I sent. That's not a big buck. It doesn't look like a big that's buck to me. Probably no. That's probably a two year old deer, Mickey. And and you can tell that by you know you can look at the body and see how it's got a long neck. It's kind of skinny. The uh, the legs look long, you know, look long and gangly. So that's probably a two a two year old deer that's going to be a good one if uh, if it makes it a couple more years running around your neighborhood. Well, we're, we're feeding it well right now, at least. Um, and finally, uh, I sent you uh, uh, my son Drake and his rabbit hunting experience. Did you get this one? Listen, this this looks like uh, this looks like a a stone cold killer, Mickey. Right, I'm going to tell you that right now. All right, let me tell, let me give you a little background on this, okay? So him and his granddad right. pretend like they rabbit hunt. They go around the neighborhood at night in the cars and they flash flashlights and they're they're pretending they're not yeah. cat, they're, and and it's cats like they look at the cats calling rabbits and he has these little Nerf guns, you know, blah blah. Well, uh, one of his friends, uh, Russell, uh, kills eleven rabbits on a Saturday and and uh, wants to bring them by. Uh, Drake sees it. Or, you know, wants to show it to him. He sees it. And he's like, he jumps right in there. My wife says that they cleaned eleven of these rabbits. Drake's right in the middle of it, man. Didn't flinch. And hold, yeah, one yeah. He hold a pretty big rabbit. So here I am now. Uh, I, I hear all those great times you got to spend time with your, with your kid. I've got to go to Cabela's now. I got to go buy beagles now. I got to be a rabbit hunter. Looks like. Oh, uh, this is this is going to be great, Mickey. Let me tell you that rabbit hunting is great for kids because you're moving the whole time. Uh, the dogs are you know the dogs are involved in and in, in, you know they don't have to be quiet. So it's it's a it's a great way to it's a great way for kids to spend the day and uh, get them away from that video screen and uh, get them out there moving around. So uh, that that's awesome that he that he was excited about that and got in the middle of it and uh, and uh, looks like he was uh, yeah 
looks like he was proud of his trophy there. Yeah, no doubt about that. All right, tell me about uh, Jinx Inc. Realty. Got about 45 seconds. What else happening? You guys are the best in the business, no doubt about that. Man, we're uh, we're, we're 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 looking for inventory, Mickey. It's uh, it's a gr- still a great time. Buyers are looking. Uh, if you, if you've been thinking about putting your property on the market, man, give us a call because uh, we'd love to we'd love to do if nothing else, answer questions for you and give you some information for for free. Uh, we'd love to do it. Um, give us a call at eight six four six three one two seven seven zero, or you can go to uh, our website at uh, jirland.com to see all of our properties and uh, contact us that way as well. You guys. And uh, also on the deer, on the deer hunting stuff, you can get all that information I talked about at dnr.sc.gov. They've got an article about WCCP FM 105.5, Clemson, Greenville, Anderson, WAHT AM 1560, Cowpens, 97.5, Spartanburg. We are the Roar. Hello, sports fans. This is Bozy Boggs of the Boggs Law Firm, located in Greenville, South Carolina, but serving the upstate for over 20 years. We've always been happy to be long-term sponsors of the Mickey Plyler Show, WCCP. Just thank all the listeners who have used our firm in the past. And anyone who has a legal question in the future, don't hesitate to call us at 233-8066 or find us on the web at www.bogslawfirm.com. No case is too big or small, and I'd be happy to talk to you personally about your situation. And if I can't help you, I'll find someone that does. Moving out of state or across town, College Hunks Moving has all your moving and packing service needs covered. Decluttering your home, hauling away a pile of yard debris, or getting rid of that old hot tub. Call College Hunks Hauling Junk. We're a family-owned local business that services Greenville.